generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Second Chronicles. Zayda gave us masses. How was last week? If I don't get a positive response, I'll preach what I preached last week again. Because I assume maybe people don't really get it. Have you noticed that when it comes to teaching, I'm not in a hurry? Have you noticed? Let me tell you why. A philosopher, I'm not saying as I heard that philosophy and then I, I did this. But I understood it and I saw that a philosopher had captured it a long time ago. He said, everything that needs to be said has been said. But because nobody was listening, we have to say it again. Paul said, for me to repeat these things, it's not laborious. Say, I'm going to repeat it until you get it. Challenges, I have a whole lot of stuff, so I tend to move on very quickly. So when I'm teaching, I try to be a little slower. So you, you must get it. You must get it. Must. Second Chronicles chapter 9. It's a long read, Second Chronicles chapter 9, and from verse 9 to 28. All right, it's quite a long one, so I think I'm going to read alone. At some point, I might ask you to join me, but generally, I'm going to read this alone. Uh, I saw a young lady, and I recognized that initially, but I was just trying to figure out, oh, how... Did I know her? Where did I meet her? And then it just got to me. Yes, we're connected on Instagram, at least on my old account. Um, and then I know that she used to follow and like and comment. But today, she is physically with us. Can we celebrate Debbie the Lion? You can just wave so you can know that I'm talking about a fictional character. Good to see you. Thank you for, you know, I've, I pass a lot of people online, but thank you for coming offline today. Second Kings chapter nine. When you will read this, please try to visualize it, even though I might get very fast at some point. Second Chronicles chapter nine. I said Corinthians before. What I said before. <laughs> we are kings and we have chronicles. As a matter of fact, maybe you've not maximized your kingship if nobody's chronicling your conquests. To chronicle is old word for journal or document. <sighs> Let's take it from verse. Seven. From verse six. From verse five. Let's just start from Genesis. <laughs> Second Chronicles chapter nine from verse five. Context: The queen of Sheba had heard many amazing things about Solomon. That this guy is rich and wise and famous and all of that. 
and um, she decides to take a, a, a trip all the way from what people call Kush or Ethiopia in modern parlance and must have taken her anywhere between a couple of weeks and a couple of months because back then there were no uh, helicopters or airplanes. They just had horses and donkeys and cavalry and all of that. So she eventually gets there and verse 5 she said to the king, it was a true report which I heard in my land about your words and your wisdom. May it not be that your wise words will be a far cry from your life. That the reality of your life may never be a contradistinction to your profession. May your life be an embodiment of the wisdom you quote. May your life be a true reflection of the words you affirm. May every line of our declaration for this year find manifest expression in your daily life. The queen of Sheba came. She was stunned. Ah! However, I did not believe their words until I came and saw with my own eyes. And indeed, the half of the greatness of your wisdom was not told me. He said, you exceed, she said, you exceed the fame of which I heard. Happy are your men and happy are these your servants who stand continually before you and they hear your wisdom. He said, blessed be the Lord your God. So Solomon's wealth and wisdom were so compelling that they became evangelical in nature. Because this is a hidden king, but a hidden queen. But coming into the space of Solomon, somehow she was evangelized. When your wealth are blessed and not cursed, there's going to be a kingdom component in it that compels people. So if you're still of the lot of people that you want to edit God out of your achievements, you're not ready for kingdom wealth. If you are too shy to place the name of God or Jesus on your social media profile, you are yet to understand what we're talking about right now. (laughs) Because when this woman says, blessed be the Lord your God who delighted in you, setting you on his throne to be king for the Lord your God, because your God has loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore, he made you king over them to do justice and righteousness. Do you know Solomon? He said, no, don't bring God into this matter. Separate church from business. Oh, can we talk? We're going to have billionaires who are blessed and are not shy to break out in tongues in some corporate environments. And people say, what language is that? It's the language of the kingdom I'm from. It's amazing how it's believers who are shy of their source. But unbelievers and the religionists the Islamists, the Buddhists, the Shintoists, they are not ashamed of their craft. Uh, a Muslim millionaire or billionaire in the middle of a corporate meeting, when it's time to pray, is going to say, excuse me. And it's going to carry his tesibau. Tesibau, tesibiu. What's that thing? Tesibiu. Tesbiu. He's going to carry his test tube. It's tesbiu. And go and pray. But believer. People don't even know you are saved. Look at your neighbor. See that is changing. That is changing. Please 
Let's count how many times this foreign queen calls Lord or God. Blessed be the? No, just say one and count. Blessed be the? Your? Who delighted in you, setting you on? His throne to be king for the? Lord your? God, because your? Has loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore made you king over them. How many times does a foreign king call God? A foreign monarch. In one verse. The Lord is raising people. Who will be so blessed. But they will not compromise their connection to him. Do I have at least seven of them who can respond? but still speaking in tongues billions but still humble billions but still not oppressing anybody billions and still faithful to your wife billions and still a present father billions and still a wise mother billions and still caring about your employees billions and still eating guguru and ekba if you want because you've not edited your humanity out of your prosperity Oh, can I talk right? The king of the world became a man, came into the earth and sat and spoke with a woman and she did not feel inferior. By the well, who had had seven men. Because true power is not for oppression, it's for elevation. True wealth is not for subjugation, it's for support. Are you hearing this? So she comes and sees all this wealth and verse 9 says, I'm not just going to talk. I'm going to sow into your life. She gave the king 120 please somebody quickly help me convert it. What's a talent in today's currency? Um, the talent here is weight. Okay, so someone find that. Minister Solomon get on it. Any other person who gets it first. Converted to kilograms and then check the price of gold for today. It should be about 26 million. <laughs> and then do the conversions. So she gave the king 120 talents of gold. Spices in great abundance. And precious stones. There never were any spices such as those of Africa. Atarodo. The queen of Sheba was from Africa, come on people. And there ain't no stew like Yoruba stew. That's the real pepper them. So she brought some herbal spices. Some African spices. Sheba ala tarodu. <laughs> so there were never ala There were never any spices such as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. For every woman in here, may the spice you give to your husband not be available anywhere else. Some of y'all, your amen sounds like a need to massage. You will spice things up in the kitchen. You will spice things up in the car. You will spice things up in the bedroom. In the boardroom in the bathroom and where there's no room 
But that's not the kind of spice we're talking about. This spice, this spice it was literal spice. Also the servants of Hiram and the servants of Solomon who brought gold from Ophir. You remember when we read Job 29 I believe it was. Speaks about the gold of, of Ophir which was the best gold of that age. Brought algum wood and precious stones. And the king made walkways of the algum wood for the house of the Lord and for the king's house. Also harps and stringed instruments for singers. And there were because Solomon was a songwriter as well. And there were none such as these before in the land of Judah. Now King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all she desired. You see there is a level of wealth that is not I so so I can get. Sheba was not given to get. If the level of your generosity is still predicated on the promise of reward, you haven't entered its kingdom wealth. Kingdom wealth says it's more blessed to give than to receive. In other words, the reason I give is not so I can be blessed. The reason I give is because I know I am blessed. So it gets to a level where Remy gives me stuff. I'm thinking, what, what can I give this guy? And it comes from a place of honor, value, respect. Are you understanding this? So Solomon said, you will not wound me. When you get to the God class or the God level in terms of wealth, intelligence, what happens is regardless of what somebody gives you, you don't see yourself as subservient. Or at the mercy that if you don't help me, Nobody can help me. Please, can somebody help that young man? I think is listening to another message. Are you listening to another message? All right, you're listening to me, but online. You're monitoring things online. Why go virtual when you have the real experience? I was going to say something, but don't let me say it. Should I say it? <laughs> if you want to know, ask me later. All right. So... <laughs> So Solomon gave her all she desired. Whatever she asked, much more than she brought to the king. Do we have my figures yet? Please get me my figures. Though. Because Solomon gave her more. So many of us will pray, Lord, send me the queen of Sheba. But are you ready to give the queen of Sheba more than she gives you? Or does your imagination of Wealth conveyors end with receiving. Somebody shouts, say I'm not a poor person again. Shout, I'm no longer poor. I'm no longer poor. <laughs> the weight of gold that came to Solomon yearly was 666 talents of gold. That doesn't make him the Antichrist. 666. Besides what the traveling merchants and traders bought. And all the kings of Arabia and governors of the country brought gold and silver to Solomon. I prophesy under God that there are people here who will be well versed in the terms of international trade. You will do business in deep waters. The commercial waterways will be used to your vessels. 
I know this is not for everybody but as many as are positioned in purpose to be facilitators of this level of wealth I open unto you the doors of divine intelligence and I open unto you the gateways of commerce to be able to create a massive value of export quality of top grade that will compel the resources of nations and generations I give to you now by the prophetic receive with a shout in the name of Jesus And King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold. Do you know how much gold you need to have to be able to hammer it into a shield? Hammering gold is the real hammer. Being wealthy in God is the real flex. A tiny piece of gold can be sold for thousands of dollars. Solomon said, I want to have golden shield. So somebody's getting it. See, because this morning's teaching is not theoretical, it's very practical. Are you hearing? Hammered gold as shield. <laughs> 300 shekels of gold went into each shield. Somebody can do the calculation as well. Where are my figures, guys? Give me my figures. Oh, you've sent it? All right. Then send me 300 shekels of gold. How much is that? The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with pure gold. The throne had six steps and a footstool of gold which were fastened to the throne. They were armrests on either side of the place of the seat and two lions stood beside the armrests because it takes the lion hearts to get the lion share. And there are certain thrones you don't sit on if you don't express the land dimension of your identity in God. <laughs> Twelve lions stood there, one on each side of the six steps. Nothing like this had been made for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's drinking vessels were what? Gold. All the vessels of the house of the first of Lebanon were pure gold. Not one was silver for this was accounted as Nothing in the days of Solomon for the king's ships. People are still catching high blood pressure that certain believers own private jets. Well, in our generation, many believers will own ocean liners. Because no matter how virtual the world gets, some things still need to be traveled overseas, transported overseas. Some people own ocean liners. The way people have customized, customized plate numbers, now God, or God is good. You're going to have heavy harvest double-double. As a memorial of the year, you transitioned in your mental reality. You know some people have vessels and name it after their first wife and their second wife and their third child. You're going to have God is good able God shower your blessing you know why he needed it for kingdom purposes we already did we spent a lot of time so for those who are watching this don't think it's a materialistic thing go and watch the remaining three or four messages you know the problem with social media I take a minute and you analyze a minute that's like removing cocoa inside the air bar and analyzing the garden inside 
not the smartest thing to do. For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Hiram. Once every three years, the merchant ships came, bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and monkeys. So he had exotic pets before they became a thing. So King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth in riches and you don't have to be poor to show that you're wise. Riches may not be a true reflection of wisdom, but wisdom can produce riches. You don't have to choose between holiness and wealth. You don't have to choose between sanctification and surplus. You don't have to choose between purity and prosperity. Your God is large enough to accommodate both streams in one life. All the kings of the earth sought the prince of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Please, let us stop excusing mediocrity and saying it's blood money. Oh, they are rich because they're using blood money. Are you trying to say the blood they shed is bigger than the blood that was shed for you? So the Bible is careful to say this was not some manipulative thing. This was not some caloistic wisdom. This was not some kind of random wisdom. This was God that put it in his heart. And each man brought his present articles of silver and gold, garments, armor, spices, horses, and mules at a set rate. Somebody say psychos. Year by year. Verse 25, Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots. That's he has 4,000 car parks. Look at your neighbor and say, can you handle this revelation? Somebody say, Lord, expand my mind. Please, can you say it as a prayer from your heart? No, I'm not saying pray. Say it, but let it be a prayer. Say, Lord, expand my mind. 12,000 horsemen whom he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. So he reigned over all the kings from the river to the land of the Philistines as far as the border of Egypt the king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones and he made cedar trees as abundant as the sycamores which are in the lowland. And they brought horses to Solomon from where? Egypt and from all lands. Do you know the complexity of moving horses from Egypt to Israel back then with all the logistics you have today? Once you understand this series and this message... You will move from run after things to creating value that commands things into your space. And Lord, I just pray that you saturate this house with spiritual wisdom this morning. The wisdom of this order that changes everything forever in every life hereby represented. Lord, please help that person that wants to exclude themselves from the equation and let them know that because they were included in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that they are also recru recruited and included into the provisions of grace in the material dimension. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Last 
week, we examined a couple of very interesting things. Today, I'm talking about waves of wealth. Last week, we spoke about multiple streams of abundance. I closed off by showing you a table. Let's have the table real quick. I want to pick it up from there today. And I said, for God to bless you, he can only use three hands. There are only three hands that God can use to bless you. So there is the hand of God himself. Why? He's the father of light. He's the source of all things. He's the creator of everything. I love to put things in tables because I think that it gives you, does he help? Does he help? All right. I think it gives you a snapshot and helps you to understand uh, the sequence behind my thinking. So it's not just random or scattered, but you can contain it. You can go over it. You can look through it. But like I told you, it's my signature content. So don't use it to teach other people without my permission. But use it for your own con- consumption. And I'll talk to you about why this is important. Because there's something called intellectual property or royalty, which is part of your wealth stream. Let me not jump the gun. Uh, P-Land, you didn't put my last, the last, I told you that last week, on that last stuff. Recurrent value. Include that, please. The, the last one there. So the only three hands God can use to bless you. God can use his hands. God can use your hands. And God can use other people's hands. God can use his hands. So the supernatural can happen. Um, But God's hands are not only in the realm of the supernatural. They're also in the realm of the natural. In other words, all the gold was made by the hand of God. By the hand of God, the word of God. By the productivity, by the productive infrastructure of God. The gold and the silver. Man can turn it to earrings, to rings, to necklaces, to shields. But it's God that created the original content. Are you here, someone? Um, so God's hand is not only in the miraculous. Unfortunately, many believers are used to thinking God's hand is only when somebody comes and meets you on the road and says, Hey, are you Mr. Mbonu? I hear it was your birthday recently and I want to give you $10,000. Uh, I wish you would receive that. So many people think that's just the hand of God. But sometimes the hand of God is that you're walking in your backyard. You're walking in your backyard and you see spinach um, or asparagus growing in your backyard. And you meditate on nature. You meditate on God and things of God. Seeing nature through the eyes of God. And God begins to show you international trade. About how there's a land in Ivory Coast or land in Burundi or land in Rwanda. And all of a sudden the next day you see Rwanda. Somebody's profile from Rwanda on LinkedIn. And by spiritual intelligence there's a connection of the dots that's also the hand of God bringing things into your spaces chance encounters seemingly disconnected experiences but they are overlapping streams of divine intent that's also the hand of God how you are not planning to go for that expo, that exhibition, or that trade fair, but your boss said, my PA is not around, come, because you've been faithful, come with me. And then you met somebody, and that person gave her the answer to solve the problem your boss had been bothered with, and all of a sudden, you're promoted after three years. That's also the hand of God. Are you here now? So the hand of God is not only in size, one of the miracles, it's also in nature. It's also in gold, in tumulin, in bauxite, in aluminum, in uh, agate, uh, agate, in carbon coal, in sapphire, in things that people are not studying. Right? But as by the prophetic one just announced here that there is someone in the sound of my voice. Your wealth is a mineral resources. 
Your wealth, I don't know who the person is, but I know it in my spirit, either online or physically, your wealth is in mineral resources. That's where your wealth is. Everybody's running to tech, but there are some people that God is saying, let me show you the hidden treasures of hidden places, of dark places, where nobody is looking. So, that is wealth from above. Your hands, that is labor. So, when God's hand moves, that's favor. Now, God causes his rain. Is his rain. Somebody says it's God's rain. God causes his rain to fall on the good and the evil. John 3, 27, when they said to John the Baptist, they said to him, see, every disciple is right after Jesus. John understood the dynamics of divine supply. He said nobody can receive anything except it be given him from above. So you see, Elon Musk being worth 200 and what? 288 or 228 billion. Somebody check it up. Billion dollars. He cannot receive it except it be given him from where? Above. Now, even if somebody looks like, oh, you know what? They use crooked means or unauthorized means or whatever. Nobody can receive anything except they be given from? Same thing with political influence and government. The Bible says no authority exists without God. So, do many leaders in the world rig elections? Can they get there without God? No, because there are people that are also rigged and they did not get there. So, Elon Musk is smart, brilliant, intelligent, intellectual, driven researcher, uh, immigrant with the energy and all of that. They are people with the same combination or a very similar combination. So, anybody that receives anything is first from where? Above. However, is it possible that I give you something but you don't receive it all? Absolutely. Just like Peter's nets began to break, some people's hands begin to break out of fatigue, out of boredom, out of laziness, out of irresponsibility. So in as much as God has given so much more, they are already prematurely satisfied. Somebody say, I reject a reform of premature satisfaction. Please, I want to say with mean and intensity and fire, say I reject every form of premature satisfaction. Right? The Bible says godness with contentment is great gain. Now, when talking about dissatisfaction in that degree, I'm saying not settling before God has finished. In other words, you must have a steward's disposition. What else, God? What else are you saying? What else are you doing? What else are you flowing? What direction? And then God can use other people's hands to bless you. So we walked through quite a number of this last week, right? I don't want to go through this. Let me start from this. How does the things, how does the blessing from God's hand, how does it come? How does it come? The word says that thou shall remember the Lord your God for it is he that gives you what? Power to get wealth. So how does that power, how is that power disseminated, distributed? Uh, maintenance guys and logistics, please fix this light thing. We've had a lot of conversations on private. The light should not be going off like that. That's like Old Testament light situation. Pillar of cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. I don't want to see that again. And I never do this until I've spoken four to five times in private. How does the world from God's hand comes... Oh, come, write this down. Ideas. 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 
It will come as a picture, come as an image, come as in a message. So when I spoke about mineral resources, some people wrote that down and said, Google this. The way you take notes from a prophetic teaching or a mobilizing teaching is not for documentation. It's for implementation. So if your only notes are only extraction of wisdom bites, you are not yet mobilized. You have to write some instructions. Google this. Check this. Contact that. Update this. Are you following? They come as ideas. Now, these ideas may come as impressions. In other words, give your permission to engage an idea without being clear about its ultimate output yet. Engage it in its infancy. It's not every round of sexual intimacy that becomes a baby. But you engage it as a married person. Because sometimes the reason you have sexual intimacy is not to produce a child, it's for fellowship. So interact with ideas. Sometimes they will not produce anything, but you are channeling your mind to value the process. Are you seeing that now? Many believers, unfortunately, are mentally lazy. That's why they claim a name. But when it's time to birth, they cannot. Which one is easier, to name a baby or to give birth to the baby? Name is easier. To give birth means you have to carry the baby inside. Your body has to be distorted. Your configuration has to change. Your diet has to change. Are you seeing that? So develop the mental muscle to incubate divine ideas. If your entire life is devoted to shouting all the time, maybe you're not really pregnant. Because true pregnancy will call for quiet, uh, times of quietness and solitude. Incubation. Incubation is not loud. That's why when you have business accelerators and incubators, there is intense work. Mental work, right? Troubleshooting, testing, data analysis, survey, market research going on. The fact that you have a prophecy does not mean to fulfill itself. So ideas, how does it come? Inspiration, Job 32 verse 8. There is a spirit in man and the inspiration of God gives him understanding. Then instruction. Sometimes God is not looking for your suggestion. He's looking for your obedience. As a matter of fact, God can accomplish more with your obedience than you can with your experience. Oh, can I say that again? God can accomplish more with your obedience than with your experience. How much research will Moses have to do for him to know that there was water in a rock and that his rock could bring water out of it? How much research would he have to do? Technology till today has not reached there. I believe technology will get there later where a piece of wood can become a remote control to reconfigure the, the ecological structure of rocks and bring water out of it. Your mind has not reached it. Now, when, when you are a child, when you're a baby, and you used to watch uh, James Bond movies, and on his watch, he could call somebody at headquarters, or his watch was a phone, did you think it was possible? How many of you have smartwatches now? This, this is my corner this morning. Is anybody listening right now? How many of you thought it was possible? You didn't think it was. How many of you don't have to think it's possible now? Come on, somebody talk to me. How about like x-ray machines back then, they would just scan something and you see what's inside somebody's luggage. 
in the eights and nines, we're like, oh, body lie. Now, every time you go through the airport, do you see that or not? Did God get better at creating? Did man evolve in understanding? Everything is already possible. Some of you are not hearing. I want to teach, but I feel I need to preach a little bit. Everything is already possible when? When? When is now? Now is time without time. Because every time is always now. And now faith is. So what bridges possibility into reality is not the ability of God. It's the responsiveness and the understanding of man. God has not changed. God has not improved. The angels are not wiser or better or faster. But man has evolved over time. So back back then, when someone would take a remote control in an Oyibo movie, a white movie, take a remote control and flip the channel and be like, uh-uh. Now, when was the last time you saw a TV without remote control? Let me just announce to somebody, some of you who have the grace I have in this dimension. Those of you who are futuristic in your vision. Those of you who see things before many other people see it. Those of you who do things, do not be discouraged by the fact that you seem ahead of your times. Keep on running, the world will catch up. Remote control. That was what Moses did. That was a stick. So technology is going to get to that place. Biotech is going to get to that place where the cells in wood will interact with the cells in the rock. See, (laughs) the only miracle I believe, the only miracle I believe that cannot be replicated by advancement in technology over time is salvation. And the core inheritances of salvation. But what are becoming wine one day, man was going to do it by science. Science will accelerate to the point where the molecular structure of water can be reconfigured. Please go and study Elon Musk a little bit. He has just four companies, four or five companies. Or how many? He has Tesla, he has SpaceX, he has Python, and what? Oh, he's bought Twitter now. And he has what? Neuralink. Neuralink. He has a Wi-Fi thing. The boring company, which is in charge of what? Tunnels for cars. So that's still connected to to Tesla. Now, let me just say this. Elon Musk is working on something called the Pi-Phone. The Pi-Phone is going to make the iPhone look like a joke. Because he's trying... See... Elon Musk is embodying technologically the mandate for the church theologically. Because the mandate for the church is for God to show for the manifold wisdom unto principalities and powers. And we think it's about dealing with the witch next door, appearing like a cat. Say, I cast out a witch. Oh, see, Barry. A witch is not a principality. A witch is a fallen person throwing temper tantrums with the corporation of dirty spirits. A witch is not in the order. When Paul speaks about spiritual warfare, which we're going to deal with the series after the next series, next series is on salt and light, influence and impact on the marketplace. 
right? And the social space. But we'll deal with Star Wars after that. It speaks about principalities and powers and might and dominion. There's no witch there. Where do we find with Galatians 5? Now, the works of the flesh are adultery, fornication, witchcraft. But many believers say, ah, I dealt with that witch. <laughs> the witch wasted your time. So Elon Musk is working on neural link. Do you have, okay, my figures are here. What is, what is uh, net worth? 265.4 billion dollars. We'll come to it. Remind me to come to it. Here's little Neuralink. Neuralink is the integration of technology with man's neurology. Which means that they want to tap into the latent power of the brain and be able to hook it up into technology. So that there's absolute synchronicity between man and machine. And you're going to find the rise of transhumanism which must happen before Jesus comes. Um, and part of why it must happen is because the Bible says, as it was in the days of the Son of Man, so shall it be, right? As, sorry, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. The primary thing it mentions there is that people were getting married and eating and drinking and all of that. However, we also know that one of the signs in the days of Noah was that the pure breed of man was contaminated. In other words, man and fallen spirits became united. Because the fallen spirits, they saw fine girls. Yeah! These girls are too fine. Let's go and do them. So they got involved, collabo. Let's go and collabo. So they collaborated and produced hybrid humans. And many of them were disproportionate in their physical manifestation. They were giants. So we're also going to see the integration of certain animalistic or technologically driven monstrosities as humans towards the end of the age. There's going to be a lot of mind control. It's already there through pharmacia, which is pharmaceuticals or drugs. And drugs are not just drug and medications, also food. A lot of your processed food is highly medicated because the doses of salt and sugar in those things are beyond that which the body was originally designed to process. So a lot of people are getting weary easily, getting tired easily, getting depressed easily. That's because a lot of sugar content is firing off into the energy synapses of your brain. And when you're tired, it's easier to make dumb decisions. So that's, that explains why there's a lot of dumbness. Oh, can we talk right now? You know your diet can determine your level of sharpness as well. Okay. People are taking me away from my waves. Of, uh, <laughs> is this helping? So Elon Musk is tapping into uh, neurological intelligence. So he's going to put chips in your head and all of that. Like every technology, some will be good. Some, there will be massive advantages. So for example, you're caught up in an accident and all what not you. Somebody else caught up in an accident and the person wants to contact the doctor. The person does not need to look for a payphone, mobile phone or whatever. Through neural link and the chip, at the speed of thought, certain things can fire up, fire off in that SIM card. Or that seam that's been inseminated or cheap that's inseminated between the spine and the brain. And it's going to light up a dashboard on their medical doctor's uh, meter or, or, or dashboard. Or light up a panel on the dashboard. And the medical doctor can send an ambulance or a medical expert instantaneously. He's not trying to say, where's the pain? Where's the pain? 
by thought, communication has already been registered as to where exactly the pain centers are. So in lifting the person, they know, are you following this? I love that person that said Jesus is Lord. You are getting it. Because the mandate for man is for you to be like God. The only caveat is be like God, like God. In other words, manifest the possibilities of God with the righteousness of God. So be like God, like God. But anybody who is not born again will be like God against God. And so the reason a lot of people are afraid of Elon Musk having so much power and between himself and Zork being able to com- uh, control anywhere between 4 and 5.5 billion humans with the touch of a button. The reason they are afraid is not because they are afraid of their intellectual capacity. They are afraid because of their heart. They are not sure of their hearts. And why are they not sure there is fear? And what solution to fear? Perfect love cast out all fear. So anybody who's afraid, love has not been perfected. So anyone who has not experienced the love of God, you can't trust them. You should fear them because you don't know what they can do. Why? The heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Even the wicked man does not know his heart. Who can know it? He says, but I, the Lord, I search the hearts. So only God can investigate the heart because the fallen heart of man can fall as deep as you let it. Are you following this now? So the believer must rise in a place of responsibility where he understands that when God gives an instruction, it goes beyond filling my bank account. It has an impact in the sociological structure of the earth. Do you feel the burden? Say it's just coolie coolie. Do you know that coolie coolie can rescue you from prostitution? Because as the coolie coolie business grows, we need to recruit more hands. And as the hands spend five days a week under our prophetic apostolic intercessory covering, something begins to change in them. They have less time to sleep with a boyfriend who's going to contaminate them with HIV, AIDS, or STDs and leave them messed up. On br- Are you seeing that? There is nothing that God tells a believer that is just because it is just. There's nothing God tells a believer that is just like that because the believer is justified. So it's not, ju- it's not just a book I'm writing. I can't write just a book. I'm not alone. It's not just a song. My t-shirts are not just t-shirts. Are you hearing? Because the seed of God Lord invade somebody's subconscious mind with the authenticity of this revelation. Lord orchestrate shifts at the basal level where somebody begins to tap into waves of kingdom wealth for kingdom purposes. You sell we've won, it cannot be just. Once they wear it, once it wore anointing, it cannot be just. Don't forget, people brought aprons to Paul. And they began to use the aprons to heal people. Why? Because God is, let me use the word, 
desperate to reach the earth with the generosity of his affection with the splendiferous nature of his love with the abundance of his kindness and he wants to use products services God wants to use services not just services he wants to use the services you offer not just the services you attend oh come on are you hearing what I'm saying God just want to use the service you attend the service you attend you attend for two three maybe four hours every every week but the services you offer they carry it home as you carry it home you carry the ark home you carry grace home you carry power home you carry favor home you you carry conviction home you carry joy how can you still be depressed after i made your hair i laid hands on you baby girl you thought i was just a hairstylist no i'm a god stylist i've i've got unction i've got power and grace and i'm a vessel of righteousness so when you lack my post there's a deposit in your spirit that you cannot deny are you hearing what i'm saying i'm not ashamed to publicize what i sell because it's good enough to be publicized it's, it's good enough to have sponsored arts on it it's good enough for people to connect with it i'm not ashamed to talk about the gospel of christ for it is the power of salvation any small thing the musk is talking about tesla space-esque Neuralink. he sees the value instructions the wealth comes through identity and it's a run and the wealth comes through influence this is how the wealth from god comes but a lot of people a lot of believers have this check your journals from 1964 <laughs> you've attended how many services i have preached in kings media help me this is we're going to be five in october so i've preached in kings 50 services a year, 52 services a year, times four. That's about 208 services. Now, we start two services when we turn two. So, add 52 times three, 156, plus 250 something, so about 400 and something messages. Because I put different messages in this service. See, you can't tell me that out of those messages, you don't have enough ideas and inspiration to change your generation is not possible is not some of you your pathway into the future is in the past go back to january and go and look at the ideas god gave you like i said sometimes you don't know whether it's god or your mind engage it the spirit of truth will guide you into all truth however media help me with this a lot of us are loaded with ideas inspiration instructions identity and influence these were the streams that Solomon had. Ideas, inspiration, instructions. We know he received a lot of instructions, some from God, but a lot from his father. So sometimes God's instructions to you will come through your spiritual paternity, your father in the Lord. Sometimes you don't need to understand why. Trust the God who placed the leader over your life. Identity, influence. But for this to be expressed in the earth realm, you must create one, two, or more of this. Products. Programs. Projects. 
contributions and personal efforts. You cannot manifest material wealth without at least one of this. It's not possible. So look for all the wealthy people in the world. They have all of this. All. Am I right? Please help me celebrate my friend and the son in the gospel, Pastor Ore. He's been following me for, I don't know, like 15, 16, 17 years. Very faithful man of God. Currently pastors outside the country. Where are your products? Please, let, let's get product. Look at your neighbor and say, where are your products? No, no, you have to really look at them and say, where are your products? Let them answer, let them answer, let them answer. Thankfully, these days, products don't have to be physical. They can be digital. An app is a product. A presentation template that your organization uses over and over is a product. I've designed training templates for organizations that they use over and over. Of course, not for free. It's a product. I've designed slides for individuals' organizations. Products. So a product does not need to be that you carry on your head. Many people are busy. <laughs> Devin can't believe this. Many people are busy competing for chairs in church instead of becoming chairman in a corporate organization. Fighting. I must sit in front. I must sit behind. In fact, it's not just front seat. People fight. People fight for their back seats. Say, so this is my seat. Who told you this is your seat? Anybody that has permanence say we have it for function and access to the stage or access for sanitary thing to the toilet or protocol, right? It's not because they wrote anybody's name on it. So positions may give you a chair in church, but your products will give you a seat in life. Ladies and gentlemen, by the grace and mercy of God, can you imagine how many people are using my products this morning? This morning. My posts are products. Some pastors have told me I preach from your post. I hope it's all right. I say, at least you're honorable enough to tell me. How many of my t-shirts have been worn in how many countries this morning? How many of my books? How many of my songs have been listened to? I have an idea because I can check my dashboards online. Please have me look at your neighbor and say, I mean no disrespect. But please tell me three of your products now. Three. And for some of you, this is a good one because you'll be like, oh, I didn't know that was a product. Okay, no products. Programs. Let me just talk about products. Do you know one product can change your life forever? I feel like prophesying, but this thing is not just prophecy. It's understanding. Lord, as many as will engage the wisdom of the spirit on that which I teach this morning. Lord, show them that one thing that is going to take them to the nations. Lord, open the eyes of my sons and my daughters today. Let them rediscover that hairstyle. 
that signature template, that business concept, that presentation slide, that app, that song, that movie, that short film, that podcast, that vlog, that documentary. Let them rediscover it in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I have my product. Say, I know my products. I deploy my products. How about programs? Programs? Can you host an event? If you can't host, can you partner with somebody? If you can't partner, can you sell the idea to an organization? You know, GT Bank, they have this food and drink thing. They didn't pay me for this. But they have this food and drink thing. I have an idea of some of the back operations. An idea. They've created massive value, not just for themselves, but for people. Because every time you have, what's a product? Let me, this is not a master class, but. There are many things I can teach or I don't get to teach on a Sunday morning because I respect the fidelity of the pulpit. So I'm very cautious not to misuse or abuse the pulpit. So there are many things, especially financial, that I don't get to teach. But for those who are interested, every now and again I do personal webinars and stuff. You can try to attend, at least start with the free ones. Because I hope they will see, they will, they will move away. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Let me not talk about that. But, but what's a product? I love to break things down. A product is product. What's a duct? A passage. A duct, D-U-C-T, is a passage. Pro is for. A product is for passage. Uh, ushers are wearing a Melon t-shirt today. I'm very grateful. I really celebrate that. You guys, many of you got for my birthday. I really appreciate it. Many of people that are not in Kings. I have passed into their wardrobes with my product. My books have sold tens of thousands over the years. Tens of thousands. I have passed into the minds, into the wardrobes, into the bookshelves, into the bosses. The way you pass is not through aggressive force. It's through valuable products and services. I was traveling many years ago and my pastor said to me, oh, you, you, you've written a book. He said, when you're going through the embassy, make sure you have copies of your books. That lesson has, has stood with me, stayed with me for years. He said, make sure you go with, with copies of your books and all of that. I didn't know the value of it. And it was not really a big deal. I just thought, you know, maybe you can share with people and I want to give them to people. But my first time in America, years after my pastor told me that, I was going through immigration because you're Nigerian, you have a green passport, you're going to attract some attention. So the government took me to the side and everything. How you doing, man? I said, I'm fine. What do you do? I'm a pastor. I'm an author. You're an author. Dude, you're an author. They saw my book. I brought all the books. Oh, my God. You're an author. Oh, my God. Dude, you're smart. <laughs> you know, because you live in a culture that does not really value portable wisdom. A lot of people will see wisdom and be looking for money. When wisdom said in my hand are riches and honor. 
They were so excited. The conversation moved from immigration matters to how come you got so smart to write this number of books. So literally, my books gave me a passage. The reason you create products is not just for money. It's for passage. So when you have a hair brand or a costume and you put a label on beside it, like uh, Forever 21, they put John 3, 16. Because the product is good. And people that are wearing mini skirts, belt, thick belt, everything. There's John 3, 16 there. You have given the Holy Spirit raw material to use at some point. And at some point, the cassava of John 3, 16 will become the fufu of salvation. Oh, can I talk to somebody? Your product is your passage. Your pro- is somebody hearing this? Where are your products? I know you have ideas. I know you have inspiration. I know you've received instructions. I've given you quite a few. I know you have identity in Christ. I know you have some influence. Where are your products? Please help me look for three, but tell them where are your products? Where? Where are your products? Many people don't even see your ideas as anything valuable until you productize it. They just feel you are talking. Many people don't care about your influence. Show me your products. Who's wearing your stuff? Who's eating your stuff? Who's listening to your stuff? Who's selling your stuff? Why? The moment the product is released, you have created not only value in its context or container, you have created value in its carriage. Somebody's got to package it. Somebody's got to preserve it. Value chain. Somebody's got to transport it. Somebody's got to warehouse it. Somebody's got to index it, catalog it, inventory it. Consumer Christianity must stop. And when you do this, I don't have enough time. I'm going to do a master class later in, in, the, in the month to break these things down. When you do this, you begin to build more relationships. Why? Every product introduces you to new people. Every. Every product. Referrals. If it's really good, they're going to say, ah, uh-uh. oh, wow, damn it, praise this spaghetti. Let me give you, let me give you a real stuff. Um, um, Eniola came to minister to us a month, two months ago. She ministered, was damn it, that did the catering. She's like, who made this food? I said it some days ago, some, I think last week, that you've not really worked until what you've worked on carries the flavor and the signature of your essence. So she goes, she's raving. She's excited about the underrim and the gifts and all. But she's like the food, who made the food? So I, I told him, told her, damn it, praise. Damn it, praise. Did you cater to any last event or not? It's, this is spontaneous. And yes, sir. Did you make money? I did. Did you meet new people? I met new people. What, did people see you? Did people see you with greater respect apart from you being a music minister? Yes, sir. Are you hosting a live recording soon? 
Very true. Are you in a better place financially to power the live recording than you were when you recorded your first hundred? So when you see me do an album that cost me millions of naira, and I've still not made up to that back, I'll talk about partnerships later because the bulk of the money for the album has come through partnerships. <laughs> when you see me do that, value was taken from another stream to power the stream. So I'm not saying don't give diamond money, please sow into his life and be a blessing to him, right? But he's in a much better place financially. He wants to record a song. He's not praying and fasting for three weeks just to raise a few hundreds of thousands because by his hands he knows how many packs of spaghetti he needs to sell. So people are seeing talkie, he's seeing song. People are seeing t-shirts, I'm seeing territory. Because the more you produce, the higher you are elevated in seeing the product in the light of what it is. In your light, we see light. Am I teaching? Gosh, time. All right. So for you to do all of this, work must be involved. Somebody shout work. The Bible says that God is the one who gives you power to get wealth. So what God really gives you is not the wealth as much as the power to get it. You can read all of that in Deuteronomy 8 from 11 to 20. What God gives you, Cooper, is the power to get wealth. Why does God give you power? Because he wants you to be like him. Nobody gave God wealth. God powered wealth. if God gives you wealth all the time you are not like him you are a baby that's why it says seek you first kingdom of God and all this shall be added but why, what does it say before then he said do not worry about what you eat what you drink it says the Gentiles worry about those things in other words to crave material resource does not require the new creation the fallen man, the one who does not have the nature of God, the identity of God, he is thirsty, literally sometimes. She's thirsty. She's looking for money and all. God said, no, there's a higher level. If you seek my kingdom and its righteousness. So that context is not talking about seeking how to be born again. That's not what it's saying. Being born again is his righteousness. His. You don't seek it. You can't find it because you were blind. How will you find it? It was that righteousness that gave you illumination to be able to seek. So when you're given the gift of his righteousness, the gift of his righteousness comes with light to be able to seek its righteousness. What's its righteousness? The right way in which the kingdom operates. And in the kingdom, God does not primarily give you wealth. He gives you what? It gives you what? Power. power to get wealth. Now, is it possible for there to be power in your house, but your rooms are still in darkness? Why? You have not switched on the lights. Work is the way you switch on the glory. Work is the way. How do I know? Jesus said it. He said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. He said, you are the light of the world. 
And he said, I must walk the works of him that sent me while this day. So he speaks about light and he speaks about work in the same context. Which means work is the way you work out the light you already have. He said, my father works and I'm still working. We'll talk about that more next week. Next week's title is Mind Your Business. Mind it. Work! Now, what's one of the Hebrew words for work? One of the Hebrew words for work is avoda. And avoda... <laughs> avoda means worship. Work and worship combined. Or connected. Your work is your worship. There's a whole principle around that. But that's not my concentration. Another word for work is eragon. And eragon means to become. Hey, Lord, help somebody today. So when you are working, you are becoming. Eragon means to become. And one of the pictures in the Hebrew is a seed becoming a tree. So the process of the seed becoming a tree is the seed working its way out of the soil. So in God's book, promotion is not something that is given to you. Promotion is something you become. Promotion is something you grow into. So in God's books, you cannot cheat your way into promotion. You can eye service your way into promotion politically at work. But the Bible says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he's going to lift you in due time. So work means that there is a seed in you. Somebody shout there's a seed. I'll talk about that more in the second service. Somebody shout I've got a seed in me. That means I find that seed. And that seed has possibilities. I can crush that seed. I can break that seed. I can uh, ignore that seed. I can gloss over that seed. I can look over that seed. But guess what? I can also plant that seed. Are you here? I can break open the soil. I can water it. And that seed that started as nothing, I can work it into a tree. Oh, where are my workers? Where are my Aragonites? Somebody shout Aragon. Shout, shout Aragon. Shout become, become. In other words, if you are lazy, you can become diligent. How do you become diligent? It's not prayer, it's by walking. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Uh, if you're easily disconnected, disenfranchised, you can walk your way into engagement. If you are always down, you can walk your way. Do you know who you are? That God made man after in his image and after his likeness. You can become. You can become. Don't say, I'm shy. Well, let's hunger wire you some more. Then you will learn that you can become the greatest advertiser of your business. Don't say, I'm quiet. Well, you can become responsible and look for somebody who can be your mouthpiece. Somebody shall become. Don't tell me that's the way you are. There is a way you are, but there's a way you need to be. You need to walk your way out of temperamental excuses. Walk your way out of crutches. Walk your way out of excuses. Walk your way out of ignorance. Walk your way out of premature comfort and satisfaction. Walk your way. Oh, for those who are sitting, keep on sitting, but if you're ready to become, I'm going to look for three people. High five them till their palm blushes and tell them Aragon, become Come. 
shall it become? Shall it become? Shall it become? Mm. I feel the glory of God. Dami Aragon, walk your way. Somebody says, but I don't have a job. Go and volunteer. Go and intern. Go and support. Ask, can I come in once a week? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus said, I am walking and my father is still walking. So the purpose of walk is not for money. Because God does not need money, but he's walking. Why is he working? To release glory. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundant for above all we can ask or imagine. According to his power. That is what? At work in you. Matthew 5.14. Let your light so what? Why would you say let your light shine even before so shine? Why should you say let your light shine? That means having light is not a guarantee for shining. Did anybody hear what I just said? You can have light and be dull. If anybody preached to you that having light means you automatically shine, that was not the complete truth. The complete truth is that Jesus wouldn't have said, let your light so shine if light cannot be hidden. Your light can be hidden under excuses, under laziness, under looking for perfect conditions, under complaining about Nigeria and Buari and Buhaha and this, that and the other. But have I got any Aragon person, any Aragon mentality, any Aragon disposition that says, I am breaking off the limits of my mind and my and my heart. Where are those? I need to somebody to catch fire. I'm not looking for sophisticated, suave responses. Where am I aragonized? Release a sound right now. Become. Become. Jason, become. It is the glory of God that you become. This is the reason there are scriptures on process all through the Bible. For example, Proverbs 4, 18. The path of the just is like what? A shining light that does what? Shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. Don't forget, it's not the light that is shining brighter. It's the path. Why is the path shining brighter? The believer is taking steps. And why... Is the believer taking steps? God loves to see you walk. I like the way you walk. Are you hearing that? God loves to see you step. How? Because the only way to step in the spirit is by faith. And faith pleases God. So every step is pleasing God. Let me tell you something. Even the wrong steps that you take in faith give God pleasure. At least you tried. That's why he made a provision for falling. Your believer's package, your inheritance in God has a bounce back package. Though the righteous man falls seven times, he's going to rise again. Why does he fall? Because he's human. Sometimes he doesn't see what's in front of him. Sometimes he's too much in a hurry. Sometimes he stumbles on his own steps. So will God condemn him for making a mistake while trying to make progress? 
when you're trying to make progress and you make mistakes, God discounts your mistakes and supports your progress. He said to Abraham, walk before me and be thou perfect. In other words, your perfection is not in your walk. Your perfection is in the person you're walking before. This is the reason you look at some people. They look very morally imperfect. They look like nonsense people, but they're making progress. There are two factors. If you can't explain it to somebody's life, it's a grace factor. In other words, sovereignty determines the maximum anybody can get. You can get less than God has for you, but can never get more than he has prepared for you. Sovereignty. You don't control that space. The second thing is, many of them are bold, audacious, ridiculous dreamers, aggressive engagers of truth and principle. Are you hearing that? Work before me. So what does work, arrogant, become? Add value through diligent application of yourself, your skills, and what you've received. The intentional application of effort and deployment of resources towards the production of something useful. That's work. So what is work? Minister Uche, amazing woman of God, powerful and all of that. Somebody comes to her and comes with her hair. Come, come, comes with her hair. The person comes with the hair. She has Cecilia. And she puts the Cecilia on top of the head. And that person who may, I'm not saying by the way Cecilia has that, but some people who maybe sort of like have desertification of the frontal dimension that prayers and fasting have not solved. God uses the product to release glory. Glory is the real essence of a thing. So when you think about glory, don't think about puff of cloud and love that. So some people, you didn't know they were that fine until they put on Cecilia. So our product was a beauty enhancer. A glory releaser. In some cases, a shame coverer. In some cases, self-consciousness obliterator. Because for the first time, somebody could walk into a place without thinking everybody's looking at my, my, my. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What did she do? She added value. No, why are you? Why? She added value. Now, people have a lot of head coverings and all, but not every hair is Cecilia. What's the value? Light. What else? Can be styled in different ways. What else? Lightweight. Illusion hairline. Those are the value points. Are you seeing that? When somebody gives you a job at work, put your signature on it. Say, write an email. Be that person whose email is never corrected. Can you try to find an angle and add it? Don't worry about the money. I'm teaching you what brings it. I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Canada. I'm teaching you how to write your IELTS. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I'm teaching you. That's a metaphorical application. Uh, application. <laughs> Can't help myself. Oh, intentional. <laughs> I need to close. Hmm. How can you help me, Lord, with this one? 
Somebody say, Lord, help me, help me. Someone say, help my pastor, help my pastor. I'm trying to edit stuff. So, working, becoming, why? As you engage work, you are becoming more skillful. You are becoming more careful. You're becoming more sensitive because your seeds can make you proud. Your ideas. You know, in ideation, you don't factor in disappointment. Have you noticed? Every idea is perfect. This is the reason I don't really respect people that are not doing stuff. That are trying to correct people who are doing stuff. I don't really. I'll just, I'll take their feedback, but I'll just keep it in context. You know why? Everybody knows how to do it better until they start doing it. (laughs) And you know, they adjusted, right? Because he's working on some massive projects. So, you know, like, let me talk about my pastors and ministers and leaders without mentioning names. I'm so happy when I see all our pastors and ministers sweating or saying, P. Dams, how do you handle this or that one? Because they are now where I was two years ago in terms of carrying work and uh, weight in the work. Because it's one thing for you to stand away and just, ah, why didn't pastor do this? Why did he say this one? Why did he rebuke that person that way? Why didn't he elevate that person that way? Because when you start working the ground, you will know that that floor plan that was written on paper, it does not have termites inside. There's no tree stump on paper. Omonile is not on the floor plan. Dollar rising. When you set your budget benchmark, with dollar at 550 naira and is now mocking you at 600. Diesel, that was 300. Now we pay how much? If I tell you how much we spend on a Sunday for diesel, it's it's ridiculous. I don't want to give you the figures because some of you will think I'm trying to put burden on you, but that's pastoral and leadership burden. So if diesel has also increased, some people's offering it to you. (laughs) because the cost of running the service has changed are you following that when you start working PLT we were having a conversation yesterday I remember what I was saying I was like every time you talk like me I'm just very happy right because when somebody is running very close to you and they feel the breeze as close as they will not ask you why did your weave on fall off the breeze that is blowing me mandates that my weapon falls because the one who is riding is riding is like the riding of Jehu. He's not just talking about chariots, he's handling horses. Oh, can I talk right now? So, part of why God does not call anybody to ministry, in other words, that does not have work, is that work is one of the ways in which you cultivate empathy. And empathy is a core ingredient for effective ministry. When you have not worked in circumstances that you don't control, you are not really empathetic. You don't understand disappointment. You don't understand disloyalty. You don't understand betrayal. You don't understand irritation. You don't understand the stubbornness of human will. And the fact that you can pour your heart into somebody and they waste it and walk out on you and curse you. You don't understand that. So ministry is not an escape. If anything, it's some kind of promotion. 
from man, menial work with humans to dealing with spiritual work with maniacs. <laughs> In the spirits. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Look at somebody say, Aragon. Everybody that Jesus called. Matthew was a tax collector. Peter was a fisherman. Paul was a lawyer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Elisha had his oxen. Noah was building his ark and a vine dresser. What is this generation of ministers who don't want to do anything but preach? And have a microphone that people's earnings paid for. I have a personal commitment under God. Under God. God help me. That no matter how rich many of you become inside this ministry, my wife and I will always be part of the top five givers. Of course, the ministry should minister to me. I'm blessed, right? But I want to be like Solomon. Sheba gives me, I'll give you more. Basibe. How will it come? Somebody shout Aragon. Shout it. Shout Aragon. By the way, I'm praying that some of you become richer than me. I'm praying that. Sons should be greater than fathers, isn't it? Okay. No, you have my permission in the spirit. I have no issues. I have no issues with somebody having more billions than me and saying, that's my son. Because as you progress in the spirit, your glory is not what you achieve. It's who you have raised. Oh God, will you help this boy? For those who are not staying for second service, media just give me this, remain standing so I have an illusion of completion. <laughs> give me this list. So I started thinking, how can people work? What kind of work do you do? And all of that. So working is arrogant, changing skills. But give me that list. I put labor and I put leverage. There is labor and there's leverage. And there are Eight things you can do for money starting today. That you don't have money today, today. I, you know, sometimes I do some experiments with myself. Sometimes I do. There's some money mentors I have that say, always work yourself to the, always spend or invest yourself to the point of brokenness. And what they mean is don't keep liquidity around because it makes you lazy. When your bank account is rising beyond the typical level, you start feeling you have something. And when you start feeling you have something, you're not deploying your inner resources because there's premature gratification. And so you have the solution of something to fall back to. So every now and again, I just, I experiment. I'm like, if I want to generate 200K today, what will I do? Or in two days or three days. I did a couple of experiments during the lockdown. I'll tell you one of the things I did during the lockdown. I had an old ebook that I had done. An old ebook. It's not even this one. No, this table, table is wrong. Though. This one is very wrong, but I'll explain later. About how wrong it is. Let me, okay, let me just explain now so you take it away. No, bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. All right. Uh, so this one, this fashion, uniforms are a subset. That's why I put hyphen. Uniforms are a subset of fashion. Uh, yeah, so I think that's the major thing wrong about it. Yeah, so uniforms for then subsets. But this is what I use as an example. Maybe I'll talk about it in second service. And I didn't give you guys a table of streams of income of Bible characters. So, but let me give you this one so people that are not staying can work. Can, <laughs> people that are not staying can, can have something to work with. Now, re- remove this guy, please. 
Label. So, okay, so I did the stuff during the lockdown. I had an old ebook that we had not promoted. Uh, what's what's careless? We are not promoted in a very long time. I said, okay, let me generate some money. Ebook from this. Very, very long time. Someone should please help me do the mathematics. So I did one social media post and I did one broadcast. And I think I actually did two. So one of them was 5K, the other was 5K. The other was seven. So uh, if you were to buy both, then it would be seven, five. And let me just verify. I still have some of the groups somewhere because I want to count number of people that were on the group. Just an experiment. I didn't really need the money, but well, I need all the money I can get because there are many projects in it. Uh, my phone is hanging, but I'll possibly get it for you in. All right. Money mastery, group one, group two, group four. Why are you laughing? I can show you now. Many people have left the groups, but the last group has 32 people. Please multiply 32 by 75. Anybody can do it. Huh? That happened in a few days. Now, I know it's not special because y'all sneezed that amount of money, so. <laughs> Task yourself and ask yourself, I want to raise a quarter of a million now without support. How can I do it? Every night, just expect, just, just work. So what can you work? Give me those two things. There's not a table. Two things. Let me give you the list because of time. It's under work. If you see the sub point, work, error, gone, you go and see it. Label. You can trade your time for money. Time for money. Everybody who employs labor is buying time. They're using money to buy time. Why is it intelligent to employ some people at a point where you need to? Some of you, you don't need to employ anybody. Why? Because you're not yet fully employed yourself. Employment should be an overflow of productivity. It should not be a decorative attempt. You, the first person I employed, Toby, she's an American now doing her PhD. First class student. Me, I don't even have first class. Her first income, they ever started paying her was 30,000 naira. Her first work, work office, her first office was a, a uh, two, about maybe, was it three feet? Some of you know that table, Yaba back then. Four, four feet, yeah, it was about a meter by a meter, square. You know that table, square. Why? My work overflowed. Then after that, then after that, then after that. And now on average, I pay between five and seven people every month. A few are full-time, others are contractual. It should be an overflow of the value. I'm not saying the church, that's why part church we must walk so that we can have more people on staff. Are you getting this? We need more people on staff. The work, all of us are stretched. Media, working every day. So people will be wondering, Oh, while we're always on media, let me tell you one reason. If you're not, in, if you don't have the time, please join media. There are many things. You know what media does? They put lyrics. They have to get the lyrics for the song. Put it outline. Put it, uh, Kenny. And we use one computer. Why we use one computer? Ask me later. <laughs> right. Work. There's a lot to do. So you can trade time for money. Yeah. You can trade energy for money. That's more. more. 
People are carrying pompon on their heads. Energy for money. Alabaru in the market. Energy for money. So you go to Lagos Island, you buy sacks of gari, not gario. Gari. That's the Totikon, the one that has snapped. <laughs> the one that is sour. So they carried on their heads energy for money. You can trade skills for money. That's your Baba. That's your tailor. That's your, who is that? That's personal shopper. That's most of you in your offices. You can trade money for money. But for me, I still feel it's labor. Because money for money, you still need to pay. Some people call it leverage actually, but I call it labor. Because money for money still requires your own money to get the money. And you have to make that money or at least account for it. But leverage is, this, this is where I'm living now. I'm still doing that, but I'm moving more to that. I'm expanding my base of operation. I'm employing more people. In the next three to four months, I'm going to be employing between two and three more people. So I'm planning for it. It's not a haphazard. You now get to month four. You can't pay salary. Or month five. You are now praying. No, you plan it. Salary should not be a prayer point. Did you, as in like, do you understand? Didn't you know, didn't you make projections before? Influence for money. This is where the game becomes sweet. This is where Solomon got to that queen of Sheba said, eh, I will pay to visit him. Then when I visit him, I will pay him for the influence that he has. I will go with gifts. Then you can have wisdom for money. So intellectual property, concept, ideas, innovation, creativity, which is going to be very major. And I'm planted in that space and in that field on purpose. It's going to be very, very major because as AI is deployed, you're going to move from all of these things to innovation, to creativity. Because AI has to do machine learning to be able to sequence original thoughts. But it's not so original because that's to stem from somebody's original thoughts. So creativity is going to be a gold mine. It's already a gold mine, but influence for money, wisdom for money, identity for money. This is where people pay you for you. This is where brand ambassadorship is. Ronaldo with all the millions of pounds is making CR7 has so many endorsements that from his endorsements for a year, many African families, sorry, many African communities lumped together will never generate it in their lifetime. Identity. The day Michael Jackson died, his net worth within 24 to 72 hours was more. They generated more money from his death than the last 10 to 20 years of his life. Bob Marley's records still sell. Elvis Presley. Now these guys are fallen humans. How about the new creation? Could it be that it's always been a possibility but just like the original good news, the gospel, we've always found that's too good to be true. It's too good to be true for a pastor to be an effortless billionaire. It's too good to be true for you to serve the church for free. Cooper has a testimony, but I can't share the testimony right now. And I'm happy about the musicians. I'm, I'm, you guys are blessing my heart. You don't know. Because I spoke to them a while ago. I said, say, church can pay you stuff, but you, your, your pastor is not even depending on church resources. I mean, by the grace and mercy of God, we're now beginning to do some stipends and allowances here and there. But how much can the church really pay you? So I asked them, I remember when I asked, I said, mention the biggest churches and what they pay 
they are musicians. And you guys give me some figures. I said, do you see yourself earning that at 40? Is that, is that the height of it? <laughs> Look at anybody say, learn from the Rogo tree. <laughs> Think far. I'm not saying we abuse your gifts. You, you all know that we, we do what we can and support where we can. And over time, we're going to do more. But I want to give you the big game. I don't want to I don't want to manipulate I don't want to manipulate you with a few tens of thousands and say I control your time so you can't do anything again in your whole life you must sleep inside the church from 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 Sunday from Sunday Sunday morning to Saturday night all because you're getting paid 200,000 300,000 everything you they wake up middle of the night ah pastor's having private vision come and play People are laughing. Time. <laughs> and this is the height of it. Favor. Somebody raise your hands. God can breathe something on you that just changes your entire life. Favor. Pastor, I see a wave of favor over your life. Precious, it was your birthday yesterday. I see the Lord bringing favor. Favor. Somebody just receive it. I feel the sweetness of God's spirit. Resting on us like do right now. Waves of wealth. In the second service, I will show you the source of income of some people in the Bible. And if I can get through some five things that you must engage. I see the Lord doing a deep work in somebody's heart and it's okay for some of you to cry or wail or weep or kneel or bow because for some of you, you have really known poverty. You have known it. You saw your parents, maybe a parent die because there was no money for hospital bills or an uncle or an auntie. That should never happen. That should never happen. That should never happen. Some of you experienced embarrassment in school sent out because you couldn't pay the school fees didn't write the exams on time it happened to you but it must never get through you your story is different your story is different your change is here receive grace receive wisdom it says the Solomon was greater than all the kings of the earth and the Bible attributed it to the wisdom of God and the Bible says that Christ has been made unto us the wisdom and the power of God I know a few persons who are very rich but they decided to be poor they decided to be poor one of them is the geo of the ministry my sister and her husband pastor the pastor ministry in Canada it's an international ministry. Some of you might know the name if you're an old timer. You might know the name Zach Tani Fomun. He was a professor. And he had, he had some patents. He had some enterprise. He had some money. They have quite a number of people in the ministry. It's a missional ministry who are very rich. But some of them decide to get all those monies and give all of it apart from what they just... So some of you might have an issue with that opulence. No problem. Make the money and give it out. The point of it is become 
that become is engaged. Don't shrink. It is that becoming that glorifies God. It's not really the money. The becoming glorifies God. Then what the money can do for God glorifies Him. Father, we thank you. Interpret the details of this with specificity in all of our hearts. We receive instruction. We create products. We engage help. We follow you completely and flow with you entirely. This house will be a house of many who are righteous and rich. Who are blessed yet believing. Who are billionaires yet humble. Who control ocean liners, factories, captains of industries. Mega and massive building projects, farm projects investment firms innovation hubs and are still serving consistently in Jesus name we have prayed generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.